Hi, everyone. We're here with Sahad Rahman, who's our marketing strategist. You can't wait to hear what he has to say. Hi, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm glad to be here and talk with you. Oh, no, I'm super excited because I think this is going to be an episode that people are really interested because you've got the tools, right? As a marketing strategist. Mm, Absolutely. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about myself. Um, Well, I guess my my journey as a in marketing. Okay. Well, I mean, long story short, when I was in university, I started to, um, I got bored actually of school, sort okay. of. So I was, I was at uh, Ryerson or TMU, yeah. uh, it's called now, right? So I kind of got bored somewhere around my second year of all the courses and everything. And so I started to sort of um, give free consultations to small businesses. You know, so I, I just reach out to them and, uh, hey, uh, do, you, do you need your marketing updated, your digital marketing updated? So... Um, and obviously who doesn't like free, right? Free stuff. So, um, I started working with a few small businesses and then eventually around my third year, I got bored again and I was like, okay, why don't I start, just start applying for full-time jobs that would otherwise be for at least undergrads basically. And I actually got a great job, like one of my dream jobs at the time, which was basically just overtaking, um, uh, legacy publishing company, medical okay. publishing company, and bringing them into the digital wor- oh, cool. world. So it was just open-ended. They just came in, they're like, okay, bro, you just do anything that you want. You know, yeah. you have the backing, just do whatever you feel is right. So, um, yeah, so that was a little scary, not going to lie as, as, as a kid. Um, and um, afterwards I got more into real estate marketing and uh, yeah, here I am. Cool. So I know you've done it all, um, you know, and, and for anyone, I mean, there, there may be people who don't really know the value of what marketing strategy looks like, you know, and I wonder if on a very sort of high level in the world that we live in today, where so much is digital, uh, where so much about it is creating presence mm-hmm. in a social media world, um, in our personal worlds, in our sphere, um, is there any insight that you can kind of like at least create a baseline of like the the type of services that you offer, the type of tools that are in your toolbox? Right, right. Uh, um, so obviously, right off the top of my mind, it's um, advertising, social media advertising, because I mean, Facebook, for example, has what over three, four billion users. So mm-hmm. you you want to be on there. I mean, you're leaving things on the table if you're not on there. You don't right. have a presence, right? So social media advertising to, um, you know, creating content, things like that, photo, video, you know, um, helping out with podcasts, you know, just like yours, for example. Um, and on top of that, your website. Okay. Now, a lot of people overlook, especially, you know, um, I've noticed uh, realtors, um, they overlook their website. There are like a lot of services out there right now that provide like a generic website for you. Yeah. And to be honest with you, um, 
it, it, it most of them, at least I could be wrong, but most of the uh, services that I've come across, they give you a very basic template. You can't customize it. The SEO, the search engine optimization isn't right. So people aren't really noticing you. Okay. Now you want to really, you know, your website is your world at the end of the day, right? So you want to have, um, you know, have it be as customizable as possible. So okay. really accentuate who you are, what you're doing and have total control over it and make it look good essentially, yeah. right? So that's one thing that I've noticed. Um, yeah, apart from that, SEO, things like that. So pretty much anything that you can think of that you can see on the screen, basically I have my hands on. Do you think that's where people are? Like, do you think that's where the audience is for, you know, it's not just real estate, right? Like mm -hmm. it's people in any sort of, I mean, I have so many people that I know who are in fitness, who are doctors, who are, you know, in different types of sales or in small businesses who are trying to create brand value. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, I got to jump on TikTok. I got to jump on Insta. Um, do you think that that's really important? So uh, the first question was, are people actually on screens, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, especially after, uh, I mean, the pandemic, we, we've realized, a lot, I think a lot of people have realized that I really need to move into the digital world to stay relevant, yeah. right? Because the game has sort of, it's not sort of, it's changed a lot over the past even decade, even five years, even yeah. two, one year even, yeah. right? So you definitely... Um, should have a stronger presence. And in terms of your second question, TikTok, Instagram, I think um, what what I always suggest is getting on the platform that's, that feel, that suits you, that suits your personality. Yeah. So if you if you're comfortable with taking you know videos of yourself um, through your phone, you know your selfie camera. TikTok is probably a better option for you, plus Instagram Reels, because it's the same content, so you can just cross-post. Um, if you're not into doing videos, then I would suggest something like a blog, you know? And it, it, it might sound antiquated, but if you're consistent with a blog, that helps, again, your website, that helps with the SEO and people searching you, let's say Toronto Realtor, Toronto Real Estate Agent, you might pop up eventually you know on the first even second page right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you know if you're doing blog that could work for you as well um podcast podcasts work okay. i mean that's a that's a great new platform as well yeah so again again it's basically whatever you're comfortable with as a as a person again that that chimes in with who you are and your personality basically yeah so. because i know like it's often a conversation i have with a lot of entrepreneurs where they're trying to think how can I make myself relevant? How can I compete with all this noise? I mean, you've got big organizations who have millions, billions of dollars that they can invest into advertising, right? right. And so they've got them, they, people feel like, oh, you've got the market cornered. But for the average person, you might be trying to establish themselves. On one hand, social media is really actually free. Our phones are more powerful than they ever were. It's like we're all carrying mini computers, uh, in our hand. Um, so I guess one thing that I think would be really relevant for people who are watching is throughout all the noise, right? How can someone get started to just start establishing themselves? So one thing you said was website. Having a customizable website is really important to kind of show who you are, um, what you offer, what 
differentiates mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about TikTok if you like doing videos or doing blogs. Like it's about putting content out consistently, I guess, in many ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have a misconception that um, to start out, you need a lot of sort of professional gear. Okay. And as you mentioned, I mean, we have a powerful computer. It's very powerful compared to even five years ago, right? It's it's insane how far it's gotten. And we have everything in, in our pockets. And to just start off, all you need is like the mic in your phone, the cameras on your phone. That's all you need pretty much, yeah. right, to get started. And um, I mean, that's not to mention, obviously, professional gear does help take you to the next level. But somebody starting out, you don't need much, right? Right. And it's also, as you mentioned, it's it's about being consistent. I think I think what I what I found with uh, at least some like some of my clients is that okay, so they've realized they've come to the realization that I need to be more on social media, and so they approach me. They're like, okay, so how do I get started? So I give them you know a, a strategy in place, and they get sort of impatient with things. Okay, this is good to know, right? Yeah. Because people are like. We live in a world where everything's instantaneous. Yeah. Like you po- post it, I want something right away. Yeah. But you said patience. Yeah, exactly. And um, if you're consistent with your posting, again, no matter blog, TikTok, Instagram, wherever, if you're consistently posting, you know, it, the way that I look at it is is a rising tide lifts all ships. So it's like, let's say, um, you know, you've been posting for six months, seven months, and eventually the algorithm starts to notice you. And if it's good content, that's another thing. If, 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 if you're constantly posting good content, then eventually you'll get more likes, you'll get more views. And the algorithm notices that on these social media sites, for yeah. example, right? So eventually at the six, seven month mark, whatever it is, the algorithm picks you up and then basically takes you to the next level and then starts showing your other videos as well that you previously, maybe six months ago posted. Hmm. I, was, I was watching this one uh, video and they were talking about, uh, um, so they're solely TikTok marketers. So they work with companies on uh, TikTok. And they were talking about how a lot of their clients were saying that um, their posts don't go viral on the day of posting or even a few days it, on average it's four weeks into it now apparently so it's rising okay. tide lifts all shifts basically so it's, it's just posting consistently as you mentioned and just just being patient but also providing good content so that's another thing right so i think that thing about co- content is really important because you know Often, I mean, TikTok started off as like people doing dances and all of these type of things, but we see it evolve, right? Where people have kind of taken over that platform and focused on things that are value to them, whether it's providing advice, um, whether it's showcasing things that are important to them. And I know for me, I always found it really challenging because I wanted to provide something that was valuable content that people could say, hey, like, oh, I didn't think about it this way or to hold space for something, which is why I really love this long form where we can actually have a conversation of, you know, everybody wants it fast and like, okay, top five things, Mm -hmm. but what is it behind it, right? And here, you know, being present, having consistency, because that will lead into like um, being patient and, and 
like having consistency means you don't just put it up and you expect something to go viral. You have to be putting up good quality content all the time. So you have to be thoughtful of it. It's not something like, oh, I just did this and all of a sudden it's gone all viral. Mm -hmm. It's not just happenstance. Like I think when I watch videos also, um, people do it slowly and then they're like, oh, yeah. how do I make this work? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's also, it has a two-prong approach, I feel, especially if you're um, doing it from a brand perspective, not just individually, from a business perspective. I think the two prongs are educational and ed entertainment at the okay. same time, right? So these two things, you know, we should, we should keep in mind. Um, and obviously posting, um, consistently eventually, I mean, you're not going to get it right, right off the bat, not even perhaps a month in, two months in, you know, you start to hone in, Yeah. Right? you start to hone in and you start to realize that, oh, I'm doing this wrong, doing that wrong. This is how it did it. Yeah. And you just keep on going and going and you really make it tighter and tighter, basically, right. Your, your content. Right. And, um, yeah, I think, um, I think I think I think it's really important to also focus on the the entertainment aspect of it, right? Because as you mentioned, TikTok started off with just you know teenagers dancing. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So the platform um, has set itself up for entertainment purposes. But if you can, as a, as a as a business, as a, as a as a brand, come in and provide entertainment, but also teach people things over time, I think I think I think it's really important to do that the two-prong approach well i really appreciate because i consider you sort of like the market marketing guru strategist that can provide <laughs> some insight of what actually works right because yeah. a lot of people are like i want to get started and they might have like stops start stop and and it's yeah. inconsistent which yeah. is probably the number one challenge yeah. and they're like i'm not seeing the results because you might and the fact that you're like, oh, well, it takes four weeks for something to potentially go viral mm -hmm. or it takes six months before things get elevated. So it's the patience part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, like in terms of I, I, I know you that I know you um, have supported a lot of like amazing realtors who are really top in their business and have seen a lot of great success. What are some like tips and tricks that like you or advice that you could provide um, for how people make a connection mm. well in terms of i actually made a list oh okay i love yeah. it i love yeah, it like 1 a.m last night i was just sitting there and i was just like writing, writing yeah. things down but um i would say let's start off with the don'ts because i think i think okay yeah, start cool, off with cool. the negatives okay not, sure let's right? start off with the negatives <laughs> yeah. what you shouldn't don't do <laughs> <laughs> absolutely now the thing is, one thing that I've noticed is, uh, like, especially, you know, getting into your realtors. So I want to focus on just realtors. Yeah. Is I've noticed a lot of realtors, you know, in terms of social media, at least they, they put, they love to put their headshots on everything. Yeah. Like yeah every yeah. piece of content. Yeah. Right. And. Well, what you don't what you don't realize is that your profile picture is already there in that little circle above your post, so people are still seeing your face, right? Yeah. And you don't want to take up your uh, your screen real estate on the post itself with your picture, right. right? Okay. So people are already seeing your picture and your name, so yeah. you don't you don't want to inundate them and constantly show the same headshot over okay. and over again, right? So another thing that I um, that I've been noticing is. Um, 
basically using antiquated strategies. Okay, so, what's antiquated? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, what works for you is what works for you, right? Yeah. And and I'm just talking, I'm just putting a blanket statement yeah, here, for right? For sure, of course. So, I mean, for your strategy, whoever it is, it could be, right? But from what I've noticed is um like I was talking to one uh one one person and uh you know, he's he's been a realtor for quite some time and he said that Last year, he spent a couple thousand bucks on just mailer, like print mailers. And he hasn't gotten one call. He hasn't gotten one call. And that's why eventually he reached out to me because now it's like, I mean, more and more, I mean, people are already scrolling, you know, they're, they're seeing the things that they want to see on their phone or, or their laptop. So when they see mail, they regard it as junk mail, right? Like a lot of the mail that they find. So they just throw it out. And and I think print material is starting to work less and less. How interesting. Yeah. yeah right. So that's that's another thing that I would I would suggest is um yeah, just really understand that things are really moving fast and the way that people consume is changing as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 2023 people. Yeah, it's 2023 or, or whichever year they're watching yeah, it from. Absolutely. Now, right? You never know. Um, we'll have you back. When, when will we get yeah. an update? Yeah. With the futuristic yeah. like suits and everything. Absolutely. Yeah, in 20 years or so. Um, so another thing is um, using automatic. So this is, this is one thing that I've seen is a lot of realtors, they use automatic generic social media posting services. Okay. So it's like, you know, what, what you do is you input your, your, your picture and your name. And then it's just, it's just like a, they, they create videos, but they're like generic videos and you can tell they're not customized to you. Yeah. And what this essentially, essentially does is it drives down your reach because the algorithms start to see that you're posting similar content to other people as well right because they're, they're just putting your your face and your okay. name on there but it's the same post okay right so they the algorithm notices that okay you are posting the same thing as all these other people so they just start to drive you down they start to limit your reach because okay because you're not interesting to viewers right because and and so how does the algorithm know that it's not that interesting number of likes um, how long people watch it for? What do you think it is? Yeah, I think I think it's I think they have their own little you know formula mm -hmm. uh, set out already, and I think it's it's how long they're on it, and obviously engagement. I mean, engagement is is huge. Sharing that's that's actually the biggest thing. It's 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 sharing. So you want your content to be shareable. Okay. okay. Right. So I I think the sharing. Uh, has the highest amount of weight sort okay. of right of how people share the link yeah exactly okay. yeah so sharing with their friends whatever it is i think i think that that puts more weight on on your post yeah um second i would say engagement so likes things like that mm -hmm. comments obviously comments yeah. are a little bit higher and then views you know how long people are watching you for how long have they stopped on the piece of content for right right so yeah so another okay. thing I would say, um, is, um, turning billboards into online ads. Basically, okay. Right? What, what, is, what do you mean by that? So, I mean, you know, we're all familiar with sort of the billboard ads for yeah. realtors, right? It's like, oh, thinking of selling your home. Yeah. Call da da da. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen some realtors make the mistake of 
sort of just converting that into a post and expecting it to, or an ad sort of like okay. a paid ad on Facebook or Instagram Okay, and thinking that that's going to work. That's not going to, that's doesn't work anymore. Okay. You know? yeah. Okay. So basically what you're saying is like the, the regular billboard where they just have their name, they're like, contact me if you want to buy, sell or lease. And then they use the exact same thing for a social media ad. Exactly. Exactly. Like the, the social media ads that, 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 you know, we're doing with the, with the, my clients, it's, 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 um, it's mostly providing content. It's yeah. like free, valuable content. Um, I think that's the best course to take right now, right? Because because obviously you have to provide value. Yeah. Right. So first, obviously, first you have to think of the content that um, targets your audience. So right mm -hmm. now, let's say you're you're for example, you're thinking about targeting first time homebuyers, right? What you want to do is create content that is directed towards first time home buyers, right? So you create that content and then you create an ad that sort of, you know, you can capture leads from, right? Cause you already know that they're a first time home buyer cause they're interested in that content. So they're already segmented, right? And then from there, that's when you can, you know, think of what you want to do next. Do you want to call them afterwards? Do you want right. to put them in a newsletter? Do you want to da, 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 da? So that's, I mean, open-ended afterwards. So just don't do, it's better to be more specific than it is to be generic. That's what I'm hearing. I would, I would say so. I would say so. And essentially it's, it's, I think, people are interested in value like because we're all thinking about ourselves like no matter what we're always all thinking about ourselves right so yeah. what do i get out of this so yeah. when you're trying to capture leads for example from social media um ads you want to think about what am i providing for them what problem am i trying to solve for them yeah right so again with the first time home buyers you know for example you might be looking to alleviate a lot of their anxieties or, yeah. or problems or questions that for they sure. have Right. So that's, that's a, that's a great approach that, um, I've noticed, um, you know, it's, it's been working great that okay. I've been seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So are those all the don'ts so far? <laughs> oh, I have, I have quite a, okay. I have quite a few, but, um, let's go to the do's, I guess. Okay. Let's right? do the do's. Yeah. Let's yeah do, what let's, should people let's, do? Let's turn positive. Huh? So, I mean, we, we touched on this. Let's, you know, you want to be yourself and authentic. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, I can't stress this enough. I think that's the biggest, I mean, it's such a cliche thing to say, I know, but it's, it's the most important thing because at the end of the day, I think, um, some people might forget that you're trying to reach humans. You're not trying to reach robots out there. Yeah. And it might seem, it might, cause, and we're looking at it, we're looking at everything through a screen. We're looking at all these people, our friends, our whatever, everything through the screen. And in our minds, it might sort of people might become impart, uh, it, it might become impersonal sort of. So we might think, I mean, we don't, but we sort of, they're sort of dehumanized if you're looking at everybody through a screen, right? Right. So you have to remember that you're reaching out to humans and you have to show off your personality sort of, right? Yeah. Like who you are as a person. You can't. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, right? Because what works for one person may not necessarily work for someone else because like, it's like you said, if someone doesn't feel comfortable taking a film of themselves, but they're really intellectual and love writing or something. And they like, I can put some value add, value add, um, then that will demonstrate their strength and it'll attract. 
you know, like one of the things that I know is that like what you put out there is what you attract mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so being very thoughtful about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, it's always about being authentic. Like, like this is what you get. Like, I know I'm a total straight shooter. Um, I'll tell people like it is, I won't sugarcoat it. I mean, in the sense of, I try to be really realistic and set people up for success mm -hmm. by ensuring that they understand that process. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's just who I am. Like mm -hmm. people all have different, um, people are just different. Right. And so what works for someone else may not work for me. What works for me may not work for someone else. So it's like, I think what you said there is really important. Like kind of like find what works for you. Yeah. Be authentic. Exactly. And that'll cross. Like if you try to do something you're not comfortable with, people yeah. are like, whoa, that looks super awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's another thing people, I mean, I think people have a sixth sense in terms of, the, in terms of those things. If you're, yeah. if you're really like, it's good to be out of your comfort zone, but obviously still be within a vicinity yeah, 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 of yeah. who you are. Yeah. But if you're fully doing something entirely different than what you're used to, I think, I think it's, um, people can pick up on that. Yeah. And, and also, you know, um, if you're feeling uncomfortable doing, cause you probably are feeling uncomfortable doing it. Um, you, you, you wouldn't want to continue with it. And that, that ties in with consistency as well. Right. Right. So you, you want to do things that you're more comfortable with. Right. Yeah. And well, not comfortable within your vicinity. What, what you, yeah, yeah. right. It's what, comfort within like stretch your exactly, stretch zone. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, um, yeah, it, it, again, accentuating your personality because I mean, I think, I think people forget that it's, 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 you know, it's your personality that, that uh a lot of the times attracts people to you right i mean usually it does even in business i mean yeah. people any might business forget any business uh it's, it's your personality that you know people remember you by right yeah so accentuating your personality and that again ties in with your website as well right that uh you want you, you want to accentuate your personality so whatever content that you mm -hmm. have just mm -hmm. you know try your best accentuate your personality okay. as much as possible Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, what else is a do? What else is a do? Um, so we talked about find your niche. So that's, that's off the table now. Um, consistent patient. We talked about that. Um, another thing that you might think about is, um, sharing more of your personal life. I mean, okay. you don't have to share everything. Like you don't have to share pictures and videos of your kids if you don't want to, obviously, right. but perhaps a sort of curated, curated form of um your personal life so right. you know um posting things like you know a great coffee they had somewhere or a restaurant or what you're up to or a trip okay. blah blah like it's you not know. just all like a hard sell of like just choose yeah. me or something exactly exactly and i mean um sure it's great to talk about real estate and really establish that mm -hmm. you're an expert in your field yeah but it's also, I think it's also good to have a ratio of, you know, your personal life mm -hmm. and that ties in with your personality as well. Yeah. You want to show off that you're a human. You're not just like, you know, yeah. you're not always professional. You're, you know, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. enjoy other things. That well, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I honestly believe like whether you're a realtor, whether you're a business, whatever, you know, field that you are, people want to understand who's the person behind that, mm -hmm. right? Because what are your values? Yeah. Um, what is it that makes you kind of like 
tick, right? And because that's a part of who you're working with, right? Because we bring our whole selves Mm -hmm. to every job that we do. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of knowing who's that person behind the professional veneer yeah, in many ways, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because there was a certain point, I think a few years ago when um, people started to realize that, um, you know, they were, they had professional gear and everything. They were doing things very professionally. And then they started to realize that uh, the, the vertical videos off of their selfie cameras were doing better. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened at a certain point, I think, is that, you know, people sort of um, started to prefer more off the cuff videos. Yeah. You know, because it really shows who you are as a person. Yeah. Right. So it was very interesting to see that dynamic change. Well, it's interesting because of that app to be mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Right. Like the be real one where, where you look at something, you get what you're looking at and then your reaction. Cause you're like, what is this? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's always an interaction because mm-hmm. whenever you post something on social media, people look at it and they'll have certain reactions. And I found it interesting that the be real app was like about capturing mm-hmm. your reaction to what you're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. That's true. And, and I think, I think I think you have a point there. It's, it's basically just um, it's also about keeping a ratio, a good yeah. ratio of personal to right. you know, professional. You know, I think I think that's that's a I think, and I think that you have to sort of figure it out yourself, right? I mean, I, ultimately, I think that at the end of the, and I know there are some people who just kind of want to say, okay, I just want to have the professional presentation, and then they're like, I want to keep my private life private. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's about, it's about people getting to know your whole self. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and it also, again, it ties in with, um, um, the algorithm because I mean, usually from what I've seen, at least personal posts get more engagement okay. than, than the professional ones. Usually, usually. Yeah. And, uh, because people like to, you know, they, they like to see what you're up to um, yeah. in your personal life, right? So it's, I think, I think it's really important. But how do people stand out from the pack? Stand out from the pack? I would say, you know, just buy a Lamborghini and, you know, just pose in front of it. I'm, uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I think, I think it ties back to just accentuating your personality. That's how you stand out because, I mean... Again, it, it might sound cliche to say, but we're one of one, right? Yeah. You're one of one. I'm yeah. one of one, yeah. right? So, and and me being myself, I'm going to be the best at it. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to try to be, you know, um, somebody else, you know, Gary V or something, I can't. Yeah. I can't. No, like it's There's just one Gary V. There's only one Gary V, right? And like um, people will pick up on that. It's there's no point in 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 doing that. And I mean, you're doing your podcast right now. And if you're trying to be, I don't know, Joe Rogan or something, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. he has the top most podcasts yeah, in the yeah, world yeah, right yeah. now. No, I'm no. definitely not trying to be like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think people would pick up on that. And I think I think it would it would seem very, um, it wouldn't seem authentic. Yeah, no. I, and yeah. I think that's important. Like, I mean, a part for me is even when I do my own posts, I'm pretty mindful of how I do my posts because mm. I want to add value. Like I don't want to just post stuff that's just 
generic, like, you know, and it's celebrating things or acknowledging things. Mm -hmm. And I mean, one of the things that I love about this podcast is I get to share my world with, with my audience. And I know a lot of cool people. Like, I mean, honestly, like I have really great clients and I'm like, you know, what drew us isn't the fact that they wanted to buy a place or sell a place or lease like this commercial space or whatever. It's like, we actually had a lot more in common in terms of how we operate in Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I have really cool people that I work with. And I'm like, I want to tell their story because it's more than just selling something. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is a new chapter in their life. And being a part of that journey is the best feeling ever. Like I, you know, got a few texts over the past couple of days. Like, I love this place. This is the best. Um, you really like saved, made it so easy and, and knowing what their personal circumstances were, Mm. it's like really real, Mm. you know, and (sighs) saving people time, saving people heartache, saving, Mm. you know, like it's just creating something, Mm. creating a new world, creating a new reality. Mm. I love being a part of that process. And so it's more than just a numbers type of thing. And I was just telling that to a friend. And so yeah, like, I, and I think it's people have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Right. And so I think, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Like a part of, a part of life is living it, breathing it, but enjoying it. And so even having this opportunity to chat and share our knowledge, like I'm always someone who believes in giving back. And so sharing knowledge, sharing tips, I'm not worried about Like, I'm not that type of person who's ever worried about competition because I'm like, hey, you know, um, it's like what you're saying, like the rising tide lifts all shifts. If we can be better at our game, if we can do better, if we can learn more Mm -hmm. um, and share more, we all gain from that. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I hope um, my colleagues and people who are in industry will listen and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to try that because I know a lot of times people are like, like, Realtors, for one, I will say, are independent people. They operate on their own. They bring their own life experiences to the table. And how do you demonstrate what differentiates you? Yeah. And it's been interesting watching even bigger brands like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, trying to pretend sort of to be individuals. Like you go on their Twitter accounts, for example, and the way that they're interacting with people um, on, on Twitter, it's, it's as if a person is talking to you and they pay really close attention to that, you know, because they don't want to be this like, you know, corporate overlord anymore. They start, they're starting to realize that, you know, they're, they're getting more engagement by being more personal. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm sure you've seen like a lot of, you know, even screenshots of, of Wendy's doing gotchas or, you know, comebacks at people and things like that, you know, um, one um one one brand that i personally really like a lot of people might hate them but one brand is a d brand and okay. they're basically they make skins for your um iphone oh, okay. laptops yeah, yeah. and stuff and one of the things that they did which was really interesting is they went on uh they went on twitter and they just started roasting people as a brand and and basically okay. they make they, essentially they started making fun of their own customer base okay but their customer base loved it so much 
because here was a brand and this was a couple of years ago, yeah. you know, they were one of the first that I can think of that were doing this. They were basically, you know, making fun of people. So if, if for example, they found somebody and they posted like um, a picture of them and they're like, oh, D, uh, at D brand, uh, you know, it, it sucks trying to, you know, put on your skin on my iPhone. It's not. And then and then they would probably reply. It's because you suck at it. You know, oh, it's things okay. like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and even the person, you know, who posted the picture, they, you know, they're laughing at it, too, you know, and that really blew, blew them up. I would say they're, they're, they're like now um, they're sponsoring a lot of big YouTubers now because they have the money for it. And they got there, I think, personally, I think, because they were just being really authentic, being really unique and being really personable. You know? And maybe breaking that mold of, oh, we're a professional company, so exactly. we should have a canned response. Of, yeah. Like professional. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Talk to our customer service. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you for reaching out. You know, blah, blah, blah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I think, I think again, it, it's really interesting. And I think we're going to see even more of that. Just brands, big, big, big brands trying to be a sort of an individual. So, yeah. you know, I, I know for a fact that, you know, you have these like, marketing executives for these big companies sending somewhere and they have like an avatar of a person that, um, their brand is sort of, you know, and they're sort of just, you know, all their content is disseminated from that now. I mean, right? should this be something that's concerning? Like, sort of the way advertising is working. At one point in my life, I thought I wanted to go into advertisement, mm -hmm. but then I started going, but what if I don't believe in what they're trying to sell? Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so that's why I kind of shifted um, my focus. But it's like, how can you discern? Because, you know, there's also all those type of, grassroots things of, you know, people who are influencers to talk about some, like the use of influencers, like, oh, I'm just randomly using this, this, and this, but it's like product placement and all of those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that's a bit out of the scope, but just sort of like mm -hmm. your thoughts on that. So, well, I mean, so, so to recap, you're, you're saying that, you know, it might, you wanted to get into advertising? No, no, well, no, like, I mean, it's interesting, like what you're saying about how like all these big major brands and everything are trying to go from corporate, like personas into mm -hmm. personalized personas. I see, I see. And it's kind of blurring the lines. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, I'm just right here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, you know, fact from fiction, what's really, do people really like it? Or they just had someone who, was an influencer to just mm. do the product placement. Mm. I think, I think yeah. right now, I think a lot of people are engaging with it because it's sort of like seeing um, Zeus come down from heaven <laughs> and interact with mere mor mortals. Right. So <laughs> I think, um, I think that that's the huge appeal to it right now. It's like, Oh, look at McDonald's, like just, you know, being a person, being a bro to me and just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. talking with me as if it's just my friend. Right. Yeah. I think that's an appeal, but I also, I think essentially people can see through it. People definitely can see through yeah, it. Yeah. the fact that these brands are trying really hard, you know, is the population is very savvy, right. Oh, In terms of, and I think that's why it's always so important just to be as real and authentic as possible. Exactly. Like, I guess what you're saying is you're calling out a marketing trend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it is. Um, it, 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 but I think like on a, on a more individual brand basis, I think it's, it's sort of an extension, you know, it's sort of, um, 
Because when you're meeting people face to face, so yeah. I meet you and yeah. we're talking, blah, blah, blah. I'm just being myself. Right. And now I think I think the barrier, sort of mental barrier that we have is that, oh, social media is like this like professional thing that I have to oh, do. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. But I think um, you're going to see more and more people realize that social media is just an extension. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to... I don't mean to make it seem like we're going to be Androids soon or something, you know, but I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, where's your phone at all times? It's yeah. right here with yeah, you, right? Absolutely. So, so um, it's within reach pretty much at all times. So your phone is an extension of you and in return, your social media is also should be a, an extension of your personality. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you should definitely curate it. Sure. Yeah. But it's still extensional of your personality. Yeah, I guess those are all things I should be better at. I mean, um, in terms of that, thinking of it in that way. So it's, it's, it's insightful. Mm -hmm. um, do you think there are other ways of communicating with people? Apart from social media? Yeah. Well, um, a lot of people think it's antiquated, but even emails, you know, you'd be, you'd still be surprised at, you know, how many people read emails and, Again, that goes, that ties in with the fact that you shouldn't be doing uh, ge generic um, emails. Because again, there are services I'm sure you're aware of where it's just, you know, they just uh, have the same content for everybody. All the people subscribe mm -hmm, to that service, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And they just send it out. I think it's more about sort of, again, same thing, accentuating personality. What have you been up to, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, just talk about it openly as if you would talk about it with a friend, you know, what have yeah. you been up to? That's really interesting because I've always had a hard time with those generic type of things. Yeah. I never subscribed to them. Yeah. I never, I never did these things to push out generic stuff because all of my clients are unique mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, this person is looking for this or this is where these people are at. So I actually would spend you know, a lot of time just kind of looking for their things um, specifically and sending them like, I mean, I don't think of it as anything special, but it would be really customized to each individual person because for me, it's always a listening exercise and mm -hmm. kind of understanding what are your needs. And I do a lot of upfront investment in that because then it customizes everything I do. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I understand like, and so it's, it's sort of been, you know, things to make things fast, but I'm also a big believer that there's no such thing as a shortcut because it only leaves you short. And so I've never subscribed to those like generic, like subscription, like it just automatically sends stuff out. I don't know. It works for some people. I don't know. Like I just haven't done it. Mm -hmm. Well, again, that's not to say whatever I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I mean, it might be working for some people. Yeah. Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. Because yeah, yeah. Essentially marketing, I mean, sure, we, we like to treat it as a science, but yeah. it's also exploratory Yeah. because the entire field, uh, it's changing constantly. Yeah. Like what, what I learned in university is a lot of it is not applicable anymore. It's changed so much, right? so I, fast. Exactly. I mean, sure, you have the fundamentals, that's evergreen, but a lot of the things are changing so fast, right? Yeah. I mean, you have, um, in terms of your, in terms of your email, for example, it's, it's, uh, I think, it, it's antiquated, but at the same time, you can sort of make it modern. And how do you yeah. make it modern? By just being yourself and where you are yeah. in your life, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's really what I believe in is like being authentic, right? Mm -hmm. But constantly 
I think communication is really important. Like, I mean, that's my background is communication. And I always feel like it's important. Like even when people don't know what's happening yeah, or you're in a waiting period to hear back, yeah. Hey, just want to keep you posted. Haven't heard anything, but I'm on it mm -hmm. just to help people feel like, okay, cool. Like a little touch point of yeah. knowing, yep, she's on it. Just a reminder. Cause I know that feeling of, What's happening? Yeah. Okay, where's it going? Okay, yeah. just keeping people in the loop. Yeah. People love that. Yeah. Because I would love that. I love that when, you know, people who I'm working with will say, okay, this is what's happening. Okay. And understanding the process is helpful. Yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. I think um I think also a lot of people might um maybe you touched on it. It's like, you know, it might be seen as sleazy or or fake to sort of accentuate personality but you're accentuating like you're 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 putting forth your personality and who you are as a person when you're meeting somebody face to face yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure so it's it's just again you're 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 uh whatever you're doing online it's just you know it's the same thing it's like an extension of yourself and people get to see who you are you're exactly. just demonstrating that exactly and um personally i don't there, it's there's nothing um bad about you know, being your authentic self, you should be your, your authentic self. It's better than, you know, just, you know, the same, oh, thinking of selling, call me, da, da, da. Yeah. You know, it's, I think, I think it's just, it's definitely better to, to be yourself. So let me ask you something that's yeah. kind of like a flip side. I know you do a lot of digital marketing. What do you think about people who don't do digital marketing, mm -hmm. but focus on the in-person? Mm -hmm. And you know what? A lot of, um, for example, a lot of um, realtors, they they realize um, a lot of them um, have been in the field. Sorry. Everything okay? You're yeah. Good? Okay. Um, a lot of realtors um, have been in the game for a long time. Yeah. And they have had an area that they've sort of been farming for a long time and they have a lot of people in the, yeah. uh, in, in, on their, you know, in their, in their phone book, so yeah. to speak. And I think, uh, if it worked for them, that's great. And yeah. again, essentially, um, it's what works for you. If you don't want to do, if, if, if in person, if, if offline marketing yeah. works for you, then you should stick with that and not even bother with digital marketing. Right. Yeah, but I think it's probably like a hybrid and kind of being aware of what works, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's 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 again, it's that's that's <laughs> that's where somebody like me comes in, you know, and and I sort of you know take a step back from everything and look at it from a bird's eye perspective, and you know, look at exactly what you, what you are doing right, what you're not doing, or what what you could be doing right, you know, yeah. things like that. You know. Well, I mean, I think you know, you bring a lot of value. And I think that's something that I wanted to highlight because, you know, a lot of things that we think we know may be antiquated. It, it may not be as refined or honed. Mm -hmm. So it's like your expertise is really helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, and even in these past, you know, few years as things have evolved, um, you know, in terms of the do's and the don'ts, some tips and things that you have, provided, which is really, really valuable. Um, what do you, where do you think the face of marketing is going? If we look into the future. It's a very interesting question, actually. That's a very interesting question because 
I mean, over the past year, we've really started to see AI come in, right? Yeah. And uh, with the, um, I mean, I think a lot of these social medias, especially, for example, um, Facebook ads, they have been using a basic level of AI okay. to serve your ads, first determining determining what your ad is, right, and then serving it to people who they think is going to work. Right, the, best. the algorithm. Exactly, the algorithm, yeah. right? Um, and they have been using a basic form of that for, I think, a couple years at the very least. Um, and, um, sure you segmented, you know, you, you wanted to, uh, you want to target it towards people uh, interested in real estate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But also there's an aspect of AI, I think that's been always there serving it to people. Cause essentially what Facebook wants to do is have you be a return customer to them. Right? Yeah. So that means that your ads have to work. And so they're going to obviously hone in on exactly where to target your ads, who to target right. it to, right? And I think um, right now with, uh, for example, chat GPT, yes. right? Um, that's That's been in the public consciousness recently, right? Yeah. And I think um, I, I, I think it's um, the next step of sort of Google, sort okay. of a search engine, you know, but it's more personalized. So Ooh. what is it doing? Essentially, it's basically scraping the internet and, um, you know, serving you information related to what you're asking it. Yeah. Right. You know, on a more personalized basis. And yes, I have been using, you know, um, AI here and there recently and starting to get into it. And like how? how have you been using it? So, Especially, um, for, for example, ChatGPT or a few other AIs uh, that I've seen, it's essentially you ask it a question yeah. like, again, using the first-time homebuyer example, what are five mistakes that first-time homebuyers make? Include description. Like you have to sort of be yeah, a yeah. little bit, you know, with your prompt, you have to be specific a little bit. And it literally, you can see it and it kind of scrapes it, does its thing, thinks a little bit, and then it just lists out things. And then, you know, t five reasons and our five mistakes. And then with a description, like, you wow. Know. And obviously it's not a copy and paste from some article. So it's completely new, completely authentic. You know, you can just copy and paste it, but I don't suggest that because at the end of the day, again, it's, it's like the next step of Google, uh, of a Google search, right? So you still don't want to copy and paste because as humans, we know best, right? We still know best. So you want to kind of use it as an inspiration, right. as an idea generator, sort of. That's a great idea generator. It's a great idea generator. Well, it's going to be a topic, I think, of hot debate for the next little bit, right? Because, I mean, people talk about all of its different uses and what does it, how long are humans going to be valuable for? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I believe that humans you know, have the input factors that provide multiple sensories and take a lot of awareness of different things, yeah. but which an AI can't, yeah. but it's something that we have to be really mindful of, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what, what I'm seeing now is like, it's very interesting stuff. Like you, you, um, certain AIs, you ask, you, you put in certain prompts, like for example, uh, you put in a prompt, let's say, a Vietnamese boy on a beach in Cuba with 
two dolphins jumping out of the water behind him and it generates an image sort of like almost a photorealistic image almost yeah i mean and this though of course brings up a lot of um issues around who owns what because they're scraping from artists who have done stuff exactly and it's like who does it get attributed to and is this stealing exactly and it's like for me i'm very fascinated with that because it's true people's the ai didn't generate that themselves Mm -hmm. they took it from others yeah and so we're going to have an intellectual properties conversation we're going to have yeah. ownership rights and yeah. it's like even with music let's say what how, what how does this change the music industry if people are like oh it throws i don't know right like it's something very interesting like and in terms of marketing if we bring this back to being authentic being personalized being specific it's you know, if the chat GBT, G, GPT and th- those type of tools are very responsive, it'll really shift how marketing happens. I mean, we already see our phones, the marketing that gets geared to us is very specific to what we look for. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't know, this will just take it on a whole, I don't, I don't even actually fully comprehend Mm -hmm. the next level that it will take it to because Mm -hmm. of the customization it can do. Yeah. I think, I think it's open-ended exactly where it will go because I mean, you have, you know, the, the legal ramifications, as you mentioned, you know, you have the ethical questions as well behind it. Right. Um, so it's really hard to say exactly where it'll go, but it honestly, like, you know, I've had a a few, like I've thought about, you know, I've had a few existential crises about it because okay. I'm like, as a human being, is it going to replace me? You yeah. know, but then again, um, I'm a human supremacist. So, you know, I, you know, I started to realize that, you know, as long as there are other humans, as long as we're humans, we'll, we will need humans for yeah. humans. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For so, sure. so it, it, essentially, I think sure there's there are going to be a lot of issues because this is just like a uh, very new territory for for because it's a leap because it's in the new industrial revolution yeah. that we're going into yeah. right so it's hard it's hard to say exactly but essentially what with marketing I think I think it's it's going to sort of um, at least in the near future I'm seeing it uh, cut down my work time. Okay. By by a lot by you know for example as I said it's kind of like an idea generator right yeah and I mean essentially with um, a lot of you know the the grunt work that I that I do it might you know be outsourced to an AI eventually and I'm thinking that eventually in the near future it's it's my job is more going to be top down approach so more strategy more and more and more strategy just thinking just kind of pointing the ship whichever way I wanted to and then basically having AI do certain things. Yeah. Like, but what would that be? What would that grunt work be? The, well, the grunt work, for example, is, um, I mean, you know, images or copy, things like that. I mean, you still don't want to copy and paste the, 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 all the wording that it serves Mm -hmm. you with. You want to, you know, have your own, again, would be yourself sort of, right. For your own brand. Um, but it can definitely be a great tool to, to use, yeah. you know, and I think, um, rightfully so I've been hesitant of AI before yeah. as well. And I, I totally understand why anybody would be. Well, I mean, like, you know, in conversations about the future, about what, 
how it, it's unclear and that can make us feel uncomfortable and some people feeling pessimistic or nervous. It's really interesting. I loved your, your quote, um, in terms of the quote that you, you shared with me, which is your favorite quote, which is never let the future disturb you. You will meet it. If you have to, with the same weapons of reason, which today arm you against the present Marcus Aurelius. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I said his last name, right, but it's so interesting because like, I'm like, yeah, that's something to think about. Like if we're worried about the future, but why is that your favorite quote? That has to be my favorite quote because I'm a classic warrior. Okay. W O warrior. Uh, okay. And I have been, a, and, and it, it sort of grounds me whenever I think of that. Cause I mean, it's especially right now, everything's so up in the air, especially, you know, look at what we've been through the past couple of years. Yeah. With COVID. You know, with the world. Yeah. Globally, you know, mm-hmm. we've all been through something, you know, yeah. this has been, um, base level traumatic for all of us, right? Totally. Yeah. Right. And we've been uncertain about our future, about the world's future and everything. And now you have, you know, all these wars and all these things going on and there's so much uncertainty, but you know, I love that quote because, you know, so far we've somehow sort of kind of managed, you know, as humans sort of to just weave through and, you know, still be, you know, intact kind of. And, you know, a lot of metrics, you know, you could argue that we're actually doing better than we were a hundred years ago mm-hmm. on a global scale. Yeah. Right. So historically speaking, I mean, if you look at the trend that humanity has been going through, we're just going to continue to more or less stay on the same path. Right. Yeah. So a quote like that reminds me of that, that we're like, you know, be okay. yeah, we've been good. We're going to be good, you know? And essentially, you know, you need something like that to sort of remind you and and not worry about things too much, right? Yeah. No, I mean, like, I think it's always really interesting, like, in terms of the work, um, how we approach life, you know, the strategies that we employ from a professional basis, but also addressing the personal of like, well, you know what, we might not know and we might not have all the answers because in the real estate market, a lot of people are always asking, is the market going to crash? Is the market going to like ex- mm. exponentially grow? And I'm like, I don't actually have a crystal ball, but here's what I do know. And here are the things that we can ground it in. And I try to ground it in pragmatic stuff. And I think this quote, what's, what's helpful about it is like, let's use the information we have now that has supported us and brought us to here so that we don't have to worry Like, I mean, worry is natural, but how do we, you know, we're not completely without tools. We do have tools that have, have helped us along this way Mm -hmm. and we're going to be okay Mm -hmm. because we will evolve as need be. Mm -hmm. Right. And as human beings, I mean, you know, um, as, as a realtor or, you know, on a professional level, on a personal level, any level, I think, I think we have, um, I think we're we're much smarter than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. Individually speaking. And I think, you know, whenever something new happens, I think we are geared towards um reacting to it mm-hmm. in the most effective way that we can. You know, obviously sometimes it doesn't work out. But I think so far we've been okay. You know, individually, you know, as you know, globally, so far we've been more or less okay. And I think, you know, in the future, if something new pops up, like AI, for example, we'll figure it out as a collective, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I really appreciate it. Look, I really appreciate you, you know, joining me today, sharing your thoughts of what 
things people should do, what things people shouldn't do. Any last parting thoughts that you want to share? Any last parting thoughts? Let me bring out my do's and don'ts. Okay. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bring that out again. Um, well, I think, I think essentially, were you talking about just overall or just digital marketing? Digital you, marketing, whatever. Overall, well, well, if I can leave everybody with something, I think, I think it would be that you know. It's it's much easier right now to uh, market yourself, to bring yourself forward to a wide audience than it was even 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's so much easier. And everything is sort of men men mental barrier, I think, right now. You know, right. Once it's you get over that barrier, that mental barrier, I think the world is right there in your pocket. So why not use it? You know, why not use it? It's right there. So I think... Parting thought is just everything's accessible to you now. It's much more accessible than it ever was before. So you use it to your advantage. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Persistence, consistency. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lee, for having me. I My really pleasure. appreciate it. No, I totally appreciate you. <laughs>